Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another live edition of the Top Rope Report here on Facebook Live, Anchor, Google Podcast, Breaker. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia. Joining me as usual every week, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, the Nugster Greg. Greg, how's it going? Hey, Trev. How are you? Uh, doing pretty good. Uh, just uh, like I was letting everybody know before, I was just been binge watching the past Royal Rumbles, getting ready for next Sunday. Okay. Right now, uh, yeah, just a bunch of them that were in this Royal Rumble are dead now. But, um, but yeah, I think uh, I think this year's Royal Rumble is going to be good. Um, we'll get on to that later on. Um, tonight. Smackdown. Any word as to well? I thought we were, I thought we were opening. I thought we were opening up with a moment of silence. I forgot. Excuse me. I apologize. Folks. Wow. Um, I just want to let everybody know for people out there who follow sports, um, the world of sports and professional baseball lost one of the greatest home run hitters of all time today with the passing of the legendary Hank Aaron at the age of 86 years old. So on behalf of the Top Rope Report, we would like to pause for a moment of silence for Hank Aaron. Thank you. Rest in peace, Hank. Yeah, I mean, granted, yeah, I will agree it was a a great loss to the sports world. But just just the things that the man had to overcome... um, you know, when he was approaching Babe Ruth's record, um, I was watching an interview on ESPN, or say a piece on ESPN, and uh, I'm not going to say the exact quote, but um, he he the, he was reading a letter in in a press conference, and the letter was addressed to him in that not so nice N word that African Americans are often described. And it said, what three things can an N never never get? Um, one was a black eye, two was a fat bottom lip, and three was a job. And, and he would get three, close to 3,000 hate letters every day. Um, and even after breaking the 714 and hitting his 715th homer, you know, he, he still got hate mail and death threats. Um, so he was as important to Major League Baseball as Jackie Robinson was. Um, if the man played in a Yankee uniform or in a Giants uniform instead of maize or mantle, he would have been looked at in a total, totally different um, scope of, of reality. <clears throat> Absolutely. But, I agree 100%. For the fact he had to play in Milwaukee and Atlanta, <clears throat> that that didn't make things easier for him at all. But yeah, so yep. a, a a great loss to the world. Yes, it is. Uh, thank you, thank you for tuning in, Vinish. The Indian Nightmare was uh, just watching us. Best, thank you for watching. Uh, yeah, so SmackDown tonight. Anything uh, interesting going to happen? Uh, I mean, the only thing that I've seen. Um, advertised is the uh, athletic obstacle course between Bailey and Bianca Belair. Ding dong, hello. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. That, that, should, that should be interesting. Yeah, yep. 
just to see what uh, what kind of obstacle course that they are going to be running. Let me turn this off so I can stop paying attention. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, I mean, do you want to not, you know, I know you don't have cable, so I don't know what you're watching. So obviously, whatever it is, you can stop it and watch it after the show. Well, I'm, I was just on YouTube and they were playing past Royal Rumbles. So if you want, yeah. once again, I'll... I'll sign up. I'll go back to my room, you know, relax that's, and, you that's know. That's why I turned it off. If that, if that's more important. No, it isn't. But, uh, yeah, so let's go. Let's talk a little bit about Monday Night Raw. Um, what I can remember from five days ago. Um, this thing with Randy Orton. I mean, obviously, you know, sometimes when you throw the fireball, it really doesn't look real. But I believe those are legitimate burns he has. No, it, it was all CGI. Um, you can easily make somebody's nose look red with makeup. Um, it was totally done, and I read about that after it happened, that it was total CGI. Um, you know, and then they put on that weird mask. Um, and I've seen many jokes about it, that he was, you know... Um, auditioning for a place in retribution, um, be, you know, with that stupid, you know, mask. Um, I don't know. I, I, what, what were your thoughts on his little, if you want to call it, promo or, or whatever you want to call it? Well, my thoughts on that was, I think, uh, I think Randy Orton is going to be, uh, well, way they play it. I think he's going to be in pain for quite a while, but this is Randy Orton. I mean, we're talking a man who's, you know, been around the business a long time and knows knows the ins and outs, and uh, I wouldn't really want to be The Fiend or Alexa Bliss when it comes time for them to meet Randy Orton again. Oh, okay, so. but what, I mean, alright, but, but what? not about what's in the future. His actual promo, the actual everything about the promo on Monday. I thought it was a real good promo. I mean, he got right to the point. And, you know, Randy Orton is always good on the mic. He does good promos. And I thought that was one of his, his better promos that he did. See, I and I've read people that have agreed with that sentiment. I thought it was a waste of my time. I really did. I, I was like, you're opening the show with this? I mean, <clears throat> maybe it's because, once again, you know, even when we talk about matches, you have an expectation of what you think the match is going to be. And when, yep. it doesn't, when it doesn't get to that expectation or goes somewhere else, your initial reaction to it is, oh, that was fucking horrible. Yeah. So I went back and watched it. And it's so far from the norm for Randy Orton that I just didn't buy any of it. I mean, he could have sold it to me for a nickel and I would have offered him a penny and wanted change. I just, I, I don't know. I just didn't, it just didn't do anything for you. No, no, <clears throat> not at all. Do you think it made Randy Orton look weak, or? Not that it it made him look weak, but it didn't make me even 
worry for Alexa Bliss or The Fiend down the road, like, like you said. Um, oh, I just got the notification that you're live. Um, okay. That's why it took me a little longer to get to you, because it said that you're live on my phone, and usually right after that, it comes right up on the tablet. So I had to go manually to your page. Thank you for tuning in, Jacob. So I just, I know DJ said DJ was watching, so I don't, I don't know what he thought. I mean, he is, you know, a huge Randy Orton fan. I mean, he might be his favorite, you know, um, WWE in-ring performer. Um, right. So I don't, I don't know if he's still on and he wants to chime in an opinion of what he thought, but I just, I don't know. I'd much rather to have him do it in the middle of the ring with all the lights on and go ape shit about it than, than what he did. Right. I I can agree with you there. But I but I thought that you know, it it did it didn't really do much for me the way Randy Orton normally does his promos and the, the way he's normally on the mic. So we're just gonna have to see how the WWE is gonna. But you you just said that was one of his best promos ever, and now you're saying it didn't do it for you. No, his just his his reactions, his his body language. He was just like really blah. But as far as a promo, as far as promo wise goes, you know, I listen to a Randy Orton promo all day long. All right, I'm, I'm totally confused because he didn't talk off screen and then they showed a picture of him. The whole thing was the promo. I thought the whole thing, the way he looked, the spotlight, everything else being darkened out, that stupid fucking mask, his red nose okay. making him look like Rudolph. I, I just think the whole thing about it was stupid. I would have much rather seen him come out at the end of the Alexa Bliss match and give her an RKO and then him go into a two-minute rant about how, you know, the Fiends better better watch out, you know, he's coming for him than what he gave us. Yep. Yep. And, you know, we haven't we haven't really seen or heard anything more from the Fiend yet. No, we're, and we're not going to. You're not going to hear him at all. He's just going to show up. And it probably, um, more than likely, will be at the Rumble. Yep. Because I now, when you say he's going to show up at the Rumble, he's going to show up to face Randy Orton, or is he going to be in the Rumble? Don't know. Oh. I mean, I would. I I don't know. It could be Randy's in the Rumble, and then during the middle of the Rumble. You know, the whole Fiend thing happens. He shows up in the middle of the ring, eliminates Randy Orton, and then the lights go out and the Fiend's not there again. It could be something yeah. as as simple as that. Or the Fiend could be in the Rumble. Uh, it, you know. Very, very true. Very true. You know, Alexa Bliss yeah. could challenge him to a match um, and then the Fiend show up instead of Alexa Bliss. There could be a, an in-ring segment with Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton where it, it could be... A hundred different ways. 
And speaking of Alexa Bliss, what did you think of the match she had against Asuka where towards the end she kind of like transformed and then after she got the pin, she went back to the pigtails and the... I, I, I think Alexa Bliss is on the way to being um, the WWE Female Superstar of the Year. I think they can do a whole, um, and that's the only, I will say, bad thing about what they did on Monday with Alexa Bliss was, you know, did the whole thing with the lights going out, um, and then coming back and her being the demon, if you want to say, or the fiend, um, version of Alexa Bliss. So, obviously, you know, you're able to do that if you can pre-tape a segment and then have it switch back at the end because that segment's pre-taped. Once there's live seats, live butts in the seats, whether it's 2,000 or 20,000 or 200, you can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that. That's when you're going to have to start doing the cinematic, cinematic um, or backstage pre-tape things. You can pull it off then, but you're not going to do that in the middle of a match. And that comes up to my next question. Do you think they'll do anything cinematic with those three eventually? or Possibly. I mean... It all depends on, honestly, what happens at the Royal Rumble. I mean, I could be totally wrong, and on this Monday night, um, The Fiend could show up and chat, and Randy Orton challenge him to a match at the Royal Rumble, and Randy Orton do double duty, do a singles match and be in the Rumble match. I don't know. I don't look at it as being smart to have it happen that way. Um... You can say that, you know, maybe at WrestleMania, it's Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss in in a Firefly Funhouse match like that stupid thing they did last year with Bray Wyatt and John Cena. Yeah. And then The Fiend gets involved. You don't know, but if, you know, wouldn't wouldn't it be something if both The Fiend and Alexa Bliss won the Royal Rumble this year and both went on to main event different nights of WrestleMania. That would be that would be something. Which also brings me to my next my next point. Um Alexa Bliss pinfall victory over Oscar in the non title match. Is this is this possibly the road to Alexa Bliss becoming Raw Women's Champion? If they're smart, if in my opinion, and it's not just because of the new shirt that I am wearing I noticed that. Um, If WWE is smart, they will run with this as far as they can Mm -hmm. and put the title on Alexa Bliss. Okay. Let her keep doing the the character transformation. Let her be all chipper and bubbly in, in Alexa's playground and then... 
something makes her switch flip and when she comes to the ring, she's the female version of the fiend like she dresses up as with no mask, just, you know, with the hair all over the place and the contacts and, you know, the dark clothing. Yeah, if the WWE runs with it, then I hope they run with it past WrestleMania. Yeah. Because it could be it could prove to be an interesting storyline no matter who she goes against if she if she does become Raw Women's Champion. So any uh any more news on any more entrance in the Royal Rumble or Um, there's a total of nine on either side. Um <clears throat> Excuse me, let me pull it up here, and what the hell, where'd it go, there it is, um, once again, there's nine guys, um, this past week, um, Jeff Hardy, um, announced on Twitter on Monday that he was entering, um, the Royal Rumble, and then for the women, um, officially on the 18th, um, Peyton Royce also announced on Twitter that she was entering, and then Shayna Baszler officially entered, um, along with Alexa Bliss, both on Raw. So, those are the nine women, and then, once again, there's nine men. And we are just over a week away. Yep. Yes, we are. And, uh, you know, that's going to be something where either everybody's going to have to declare themselves eligible all at once, or WWE's going to be bringing in a bunch of people that shouldn't even be in there. Well, <clears throat> no, not necessarily. I mean, they're going to bring in, uh, right now, well, let's see, there is... Let's see, for the men, there are... Five and five. Well, no. One, two, three, four, five from Raw and four from SmackDown. So even if you wanted to do, <clears throat> say, 15 Raw, 12 SmackDown, and three unaffiliated with Raw or SmackDown, maybe a couple from NXT and one Legend or two Legends and one NXT... It, that that doesn't mean they're gonna put. Um, I don't even. Uh, just trying to think of some waste of time person on either roster. Adam Pierce in the Rumble. Yeah. Paul Heyman's not gonna be in the Rumble. They're gonna be active. You know, wrestlers. I mean, especially with everything with COVID. Um, yeah. I I you know. Um, I'll touch based on a little something else during Nuggies News. Um, a little thought that popped in my head. And, uh, you know, with the whole traveling and having the quarantine, I'm going to venture to guess with the Royal Rumble officially being, what, 10 days from today, 9 days from today, that anybody that's going to be involved in the Royal Rumble is currently in the state of Florida right now. Okay. And they're planning on 25000 for each show at WrestleMania. Um, Where did you hear that? 
I was reading it on one, uh, as a matter of fact, Raja posted it, that they were saying that the two nights, WWE is planning on having 25,000 fans in attendance for each of the two nights at WrestleMania. Okay, but where did that figure come from? Oh, that I don't know. They just said that it's going to be, they plan on 25,000 for each night. Okay, somebody had to say that. I don't, I mean... It was, some, it was one of the, the wrestling sites that was posting on Raja. Okay, so www.com didn't come out and say they're releasing 25,000 tickets per each night. They're just some wrestle blah 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 website said that then. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, do you think 25000 is a little too much? or I don't know. The NFL has officially said they're planning on 22,000 fans for the Super Bowl, which is at Raymond James Stadium in Florida. So I, I was figuring um, around that same figure, um, which was going to be part of Snuggie's News, um, I was figuring around that same figure, uh, maybe a few more because you can put more on the field than you could, you know, only in the stands. So that's kind of that's why I was wondering how where you came up with that twenty five thousand figure because that was written down on on Nuggie's news here. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, now we've been talking a lot about. The entrance into the Royal Rumble. Has there been any individual one-on-one or tag team matches announced for the Royal Rumble yet? Or yeah, the two championship matches. They're just, they've just now. What's that? The two championship matches. What, what was that? The two oh, all right. championship matches. Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens and Drew McIntyre Goldberg. Okay. So see, it's all that uh, hair. It's all that hair that's around your ears. If you had combed it a little bit, you'd, you'd be able to hear me a little better. What What do you think? Why do you think, in your opinion, why do you think sometimes the WWE is dragging their feet on putting a card together, so to speak? I, I mean, think. I like think. I'm sorry, what was that? The last part? It always always seems like they're waiting till the last minute. They definitely have enough people on the roster to put matches together. Right. Can can you tell me right now you can guarantee anybody three weeks from now is going to show up at your work and not be sick with COVID? No. Either can they. That's my opinion. Um, they don't want to put together a whole eight-match card three weeks ago to find out that Drew McIntyre tests positive. And yeah. then he was in the locker room, and there's now seven guys that were in the same locker room from him that can't perform. Yeah, DJ just posted, Randy, Randy Orton had his Dick the Bruiser mask on. I don't know what to think about the way the story is going. I think he looked like an idiot. 
Okay. I I I already said that almost same thing. <laughs> yep, and that's and that's coming from a very good Randy Orton fan. So, but yeah, I mean the WWE is just uh, I don't know. They just seem to be to drop the ball lately on some of these pay per views. But but Mike, wait. what what do you want them to do? Book this huge card with all these superstars to find out that you know what we've got to totally rewrite yeah. the script. You you can't. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You can't. You don't right. know who's yeah. going to be there. Too you far to that far in advance. Yeah, you have to go with what you got. That's why I think personally, I think that anybody that's going to be performing at the Royal Rumble is in Florida right now. In in a WWE bubble, if you want to say, because you yeah. can't, you, you can't, you can't fuck safe. around with one of the big four. Right to keep them safe, you know, keep them down there. Make sure that they're safe, and make sure everybody around them is safe. And yep. So why do you think? Why do you think on Monday Night Raw, it was Gilbert and that phony Drew McIntyre, not no. Goldberg? Because then yeah. Goldberg would have had to have been in the state for almost a month for a pay per view. You had him on the Legend Show in early in early January. He can go home. He'll be at Monday Night Raw this Monday for you know a, a stare down with Drew McIntyre, who's back, and then the, he can stay in Florida for the week. And so he's probably there now. So he's in the state for now. What the CDC recommends is ten days, ten to fourteen days of sub-quarantine when you're traveling from state to state. Okay. So, hopefully, everything will, will, will go well and they will stay healthy while they're out there. That will that That's the main focus right now. Whoops. And it, it's just something that, you know, we're all in these times together and hopefully, somewhere along the line, Things will definitely change and, and get better. So we're just going to have to see what WWE is going to do moving forward. Because yep. after this, there's another pay-per-view, I believe, three weeks. Three weeks after this one, I believe. I don't know the exact date. Is it February? I want to say it was February 20th. Uh, yeah, that, I think so. That sounds about right. February 21st. That sounds about right. I think it's the 21st. 21st. Okay. And uh, then I think it's March 14th for Fastlane. And then April 10th and 11th for Mania. Yes. Okay. And, I mean, you know, going back to the two nights for WrestleMania, like I said, in my opinion, not everybody agrees with the same opinions, but in my opinion... I thought the two nights was, was pretty good, and I thought the second night was better than the first. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, it, it wasn't what, <clears throat> I mean, in the grand scheme of things, they felt like they had to give us something, because if not, there was going to be no WrestleMania at all, um, right. and to limit the amount of performers at each show, 
they, you know, did it from the performance center and kept everybody nice and, you know, safe. Um, and there was no Thunderdome or anything. So, yeah, yeah I mean, you kind of, you almost had to do it that way. Um, I think back then you couldn't have more than 25 people under one roof. Right. You know, so, I mean, I mean, you can't tell me you're going to pull a WrestleMania off with just 25 people. True. I mean, that's, that, that's five commentators, so that leaves you 20. You got to figure there's at least four cameramen. That leaves you 16 people to wrestle yep. for, for WrestleMania. <laughs> and you can't have a WrestleMania with 16 people. Right. Yep. So. And this year they're probably doing it in the two nights so they can get more fans in, you know, in the stadium. You know, two sets of 25,000 people. Yep. So, we're going to have to wait and see what transpires on August 10th. Why August? Why August tenth? I mean April tenth. Excuse me, April tenth. All right. Well, we're gonna have to checking the time here, and uh, it's my favorite part of the show, and I hope it's everybody else's favorite part of the show as well. It's Nuggies news. So, Greg, take it away. All right. Well, we'll while we're at it, we're gonna touch base on WrestleMania real quick. Um, like I said, I know that for the the NFL has announced that for the Super Bowl. They want to put 22,000 fannies in the seat and no more than 25,000 people in the stadium. Um, so that obviously includes ticket takers, the players, training staff, all that. Um, you know, the press. So you figure 25,000 people. Um, so that's what I kind of figured they would do for WrestleMania. Um, I did read an article that right now... One of the issues they're having, and it's, you know, a small issue, maybe a larger issue. Um, take it for what you want. Everybody has opinions. Um, a lot of people are worried backstage and in creative because now they feel like they need to have two big matches for each night. So obviously, just like last year, each main belt, will have its own title match, will have its own night. You know, you'll see Roman Reigns defend against somebody one night and Drew McIntyre um, or Goldberg will defend the other night. Um, so you're going to need another co-main event for each night. Um, with it looking like there's no chance that The Rock would be available um, due to filming of movies and, you know, contracts that he has with the movie studios. You're probably not going to see The Undertaker. I mean, after that big farewell send-off, you're not going to bring him back for another match. You're not going to, you know, maybe John Cena makes a return. Maybe not. Um, once again, is it Goldberg's second match of the year? So there's, there's many, many things that, that the road to WrestleMania... Um, Will will show us, uh, you know, as far as what what's going to happen. Um, once again, they don't want to plan too far in advance because, you know, you you just you don't know. The vaccine is out there, and people are getting the vaccine, so maybe it becomes a lot safer come April. You just you just don't know. 
Right. Um, as I had mentioned, and I know we had talked about this kind of previously before I had touched on it, I don't honestly don't remember if it was on a show when we were talking about NXT or if we were just talking about in a conversation with us. Um, I had a trivia moment where I know I told somebody and said to somebody, I just don't remember when. But we had made mention um Beth Phoenix's commentary. And, you know, you never see her. You always hear her, but you never see her. And was she doing commentary remotely? Well, yeah, we talked about that on the show. Beth Phoenix returned to the commentary table two days ago on NXT. All of a sudden, Beth Phoenix is in Florida. The Royal Rumble, where there's only nine men and nine women officially entered, is in Florida in nine days. Beth Phoenix is married to Edge. And commentary here, fill in your own thought after that. Yep. Is it just coincidence? Or is it a little more? Um... I, I mean, I would personally, I would say the odds that Beth Phoenix is in a Women's Royal Rumble are 2-1 to one, as opposed to Edge being 20-1, to one. but just for the fact that she's back in Florida, I think she's, I think she's going to hang around and we'll uh, see her at the Rumble. Um, yep. Did you see any of NXT? Uh, no, I did not. No. Well, they uh, had, I heard about it had the fight pit or pit fight or whatever the hell match it was called between Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. Have you ever seen a fight pit? No. All it is is a steel cage around a ring with no ropes, no turnbuckles, so it's just the cage and a platform that's about three feet wide on top of the cage. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Um, <laughs> the only thing different about it is there's only one way to win, and that's by submission or knockout. You try to escape, you, whatever. You know, if you right. pin them, whatever. You have to make them tap out or pass out. No disqualification, nothing, everything else goes. Um, I just thought it was, you know, weird how they're announcing this whole fight pit. Um, Karrion Cross had a, had a match, very, very quick match. Um... They went to a commercial after they entered, um, and Scarlett, well, Bordeaux, um, now just known as Scarlett, she's weird. I mean, she's got a, you know, a dynamite body on her, but, I don't know, she had this weird catcher's helmet-looking mask thing on that... Pointed little thorny, thorny branches out of the front of it. Just weird. Um, 
And then they went to a commercial, and then they came back, had a match that if you blew your nose, you missed it. Um, and come to find out that this person that he was wrestling, his last name was Adonis. I don't remember his first name. Um, he was supposed to be in the Dusty Road Men's Tag Team Tournament. Well, he got legitimately injured against Karrion Cross. So they've now been replaced by the tag team of Tomasa Champa and Timothy Thatcher in the Dusty Rhodes um, Tag Team Tournament. Now, let me think. I don't think the WWE has ever done a tag team this way. I can't remember if there's ever been two guys that kept fighting each other over and 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 then all of a sudden become a reluctant tag team and then have success and then become friends and become one of the better tag teams of their time. Now, would that happen to be the um, best of seven match with uh, Jameis and Cesaro? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would have been. And even more recently, to lesser extent, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Right. Now, we usually don't make fun of NXT for, for poor writing and poor judgment because they do um, rather well. But I don't know about you. I don't think enough of Timothy Thatcher to care that he's in a tag team with Tommaso Ciampa. Right. You know, and in this tournament. Um, you know, the other thing that of note that happened in the women's tournament is Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro took on Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm in the first round of the women's Dusty Rhodes Cup, and they came out victorious. Um, Casey Catanzaro did this. If you haven't seen it, Holy shit of a flip off the top rope. Um, the landing wasn't as clean as you may have liked, and you might want to pick on that. But for as many times as she went this way and that way and this way and that way and landed on her, it, it was pretty incredible. Um, and you're, you're going to have to take a, you know, if you haven't seen it, I, I would recommend, you know, Taking a taking right. a look and take a look at it. Yep. Um, and you just made the prediction that Champa and Thatcher will win the Dusty Rhodes tournament. I was thinking Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, that's a hell of a team, also. I don't know if that's an. Got, I think that's an official team in the tournament. I don't. know. They got paired up this past week for some reason. Um, oh no, they're taking on Oni Lorkey and. Um, Boobs McGillicuddy, or whatever the hell that other guy's name is. Um, that's what it is. But um, So I don't think they're officially in it. But once again, I know Adam Cole and... Um, Roger Strong. Yes. Um, they're in the tournament, too. So, um, 
Yeah, I know Gargano lost this week to Kushida and his partner, so he's out of it. So we'll just have to uh, pay more attention next time, Nuggy, yep. um, and give all the results. But, uh, yep, there, there's no real rant this week. Um, I don't really have anything wrestling-related to uh, to yell about. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's that's unusual. So... And that, my friends, was Nuggie's news for this week. Um, yeah, so getting back to this Dusty Rhodes Memorial Tournament, I understand that they also have a women's. Yeah, that's the women's match I was talking about. That was yeah. the first one in there. I think I have the actual bracket. Um, so on the one side, you had, well, had... Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm taking on Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter. The bottom half of this one is the tag team of Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez taking on Aaliyah. I don't know if that's Rey Mysterio's daughter, but Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea? Kamea? I, I think we know which tag teams go in that match. Then on right. the other side on top, it's Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell um, taking on Cora Jade and Gigi Dolan. And then the bottom half is Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon taking on Marina Shafir and Zoe Stark, not the other girl that's part of the Four Horsemen, um, which I read a little article about. Nobody knows. There's no injury that they know, that's known. She's still under contract with, with NXT and in WWE. Don't know why. Jasmine Duke isn't um, Marina Shafir's tag team partner, but she's not. Right. So, yes, that's, that's the women's um, tag team, Dusty Rhodes Classic. And... Uh, I know the winner gets this huge six-foot-high trophy um, with a huge Dusty Road cup on top. I don't know what else they get. That's the only thing I know they get. Now, I might be a little bit behind the times here on this, uh, on this story, but I read somewhere that Mercedes Martinez is no longer involved with Retribution. Has it been a while since she's not been with Retribution, or yeah, my, I just Yeah, I mean, since, like, Survivor Series. Okay. Because I know I just read something to that effect on one of the websites where she said she's no longer involved in, in the Retribution storylines. So. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know what wrestling you've been watching since, I mean, before Survivor Series. There was, you know, originally when they started with their little chaos, there were the three guys and two women. And then all of a sudden, it just became three guys and one woman. And that woman now is still Mia Yim, correct? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah, uh, that which reminded me, which is going to get to another thing I was going to ask you about. Um, Do you see any members of Retribution in the Royal Rumble? Probably. I mean, they're around every week. Um, you, you need to get 30 people in there somehow. Um, yep. 
I don't know that it's going to be all four of the men. Um, I, I would imagine it's going to be at least Ali. And then maybe the other three get involved some way, shape, or form unofficially. Um, it's really, they don't really disqualify you if somebody comes in and throws you out and you're not in the match. You go over the top rope, you, you're you out. Right. So that's you know, going to be... Uh, and obviously I think Mia Yim will be in the women's. Yeah. So they got uh, they got quite a bit going on with NXT and WWE and the pay per views coming up. Royal Rumble, like we said, it is the, it is the first of the big four. It is the road to WrestleMania. Yep. Um, I really get excited at Royal Rumble time because it is the road to WrestleMania. And plus, I won the last pay per view, so I get the first pick. I get to pick first this week. Or I get to make the first selection. But. Um, yeah, so it's it's just going to be something where WWE's got to, you know, make do with what they have to put on a really good show. Right, and I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I don't think for any reason we're going to see only thirteen women and eighteen men. I, I still think we're going to see thirty of each. Um, right. I just, I once again, I don't think they wanted to get too many people, you know, advertised and then, you know, have to make all those changes at the last minute. Yeah. You know, so I I would imagine that anybody that's going to be in the Rumble is, is, you know, staying at a four points, you know... <laughs> I I'd say extended stay, but that's way too cheap for a WWE superstar right. to stay at. But you know, a nice little efficiency state. or a little timeshare somewhere in the state of Florida. Yep, they're staying somewhere doesn't, where they're going to be safe. Doesn't have to be in Tampa or even St. Petersburg. Um, right. I mean, you could they could be in Miami right now and take the four hour drive up to. Tampa next weekend. It very well could be it. Yep. Yep, so that's going to be, uh, that's a smart move on WWE's part, you know, to announce who's going to be in the Rumble with the people that are in Florida. You know, like you said before, just that you just recently said, you know, you don't want to be announcing people in the Royal Rumble and then find out they're not going to be there. That's, um, uh, that would be kind of disappointing in a way towards not only the wrestlers, but the fans as well. Right. Now, the COVID list for the state of Florida could be different than the state of Connecticut, just so to say. I mean, to this day, there's still only four states that you can travel to and from in the state of Connecticut without having to worry about quarantining. One is New Jersey... One is New York, one is Maine, um, and then the other is Hawaii. Now, you're not getting to Maine without having to go through Massachusetts, Vermont, and or New Hampshire. And maybe if you have a good enough car, you can say you drove nonstop from Connecticut to Maine. Not 
likely that you would drive that far without stopping once. Um, but I guess you can say it's possible. Um, yeah. Florida's restrictions could be different. They, they may, you may have 30 states that you can't travel from, and that means there's another 20 that you can. So I, I don't know. Um, but I, I would have, like I said, in my own personal, you know, thought is that if they're in the rumble, I'll say 90% of them would have to be in Florida by now. Okay. You Has know, there been any recent reports or any recent Braun Strowman sightings? Nope. Okay. Nope, he's still suspended indefinitely. Okay. Which somebody said to me the other day, um, I was on a, in a little chat thing, um, that they thought it would have been cool because he never really got his rematch if Adam Pierce lifted Braun Strowman's suspension and he was the one to take on Roman Reigns in a last man standing match instead of Kevin Owens at the Royal Rumble. Because you even said it yourself, you were surprised that it was Kevin Owens. Well, for for just a moment there, I was believing the hype that it was that that some I don't remember what his name is. Some guy was saying that it would be great for Seth Rollins to come back and be put into a feud with Roman Reigns. So I temporarily believed that nonsense that wrote, that Seth Rollins was going to come out on SmackDown. Yeah. So, I wonder who that was. Um, but you see now, you know, a lot of these guys on these uh, wrestling reports, you know, they're not going to tell you a lot of stuff that isn't true. <laughs> yeah, okay. But, um... Yeah, we don't. I don't think we're going to see Seth Rollins anywhere in the WWE probably till after WrestleMania, maybe. Really? Or maybe, yeah. Or maybe at WrestleMania. So you don't think we're going yeah. to see Seth Rollins before then? I don't think we'll see him before then. I don't think we'll see Becky Lynch before then either. Why? Just I mean, I, Becky, I kind of understand um, because of the whole pregnancy thing, and I mean. I, I know for a fact, you know, having a son of my own, they tell you not to have sex for at least six weeks after um, the birth. But I know for certain that people give birth and go back to work a lot sooner than six weeks. Um I know she was keeping herself in shape while she was pregnant, but I could still understand maybe her not being back so quick, but why not Seth Rollins? Maybe Seth Rollins is just want to, you know, stick around for some for some support for for Becky Lynch. You know, maybe she might not need it, but just to be the father figure for the daughter that they just had and want wants to bond with the child before he takes off on the road for another 300 some odd days or however long they're out there. And that's just my opinion. That's just, I think we're probably not going to see him much before WrestleMania. Okay. My oh, and by the way, I talked to three wrestling fans in the last two days. 
on my way to work, at work, and I asked them, are you going to watch the Royal Rumble? And they told me yes. And three of those people that I spoke to, all three of them, I said to them, I said, who's your pick to win the Royal Rumble? Who do you think they said? Um... Um, Stacy Keebler. All three of them said Daniel Bryan. Oh well, you didn't say men or women. We were just talking about you know, so I, I didn't know. That's why I was trying to think of an off the wall woman. Oh no! All three of them said that Daniel Bryan was going to win the men's Royal Rumble. Okay, that means she's not going to. So the more the because that's the way the WWE is. The more people want things to happen, the more of a chance it doesn't. Um, right. I think that's the main real reason why we never truly saw a Sister Abigail, because they wrote a storyline, and they didn't know what to do with it. Um, that's why I think nothing else has happened with Retribution, because they put together a storyline and didn't know what to do with it. DJ says, I can see Rollins back at the Rumble. Yeah, so can I. Okay. Well, we'll just and and once again, I mean, we, we always talk about people coming back from injuries and, and you kind of want to put them in um, like tag matches so they can put on a 10-minute match and maybe only have to wrestle two, three minutes. Y you don't have to do much of anything if you enter the Royal Rumble. Um you know, you can can take a Pele kick from AJ Styles and have to lay under the ropes unconscious for three minutes and then wrestle for a minute right. and a half. You know, you can like get, did. get get punched in the face. Um, well, no, Lana was told to stay out of the ring in Survivor Series. She was told not to come in this ring and to stand on the steps. She was just doing what she was told. Yep. Um... But, I mean, we've, we've seen them. You know, we've seen people get, you know, tossed out under the rope. And 20 minutes later, they, they come back in the ring. And, hey, wait, I thought they were out. You can do that for both Seth Rollins to get a, get rid of a little ring rust. You can do that for Becky Lynch. Um, hell, have Becky Lynch, you know, win. And then challenge somebody. And then she doesn't have to wrestle again until WrestleMania. Because she's already guaranteed a main event at WrestleMania. And you can just have her come down and just talk and talk and talk and talk. You, you know, there's definitely definite ways they can be used um, to benefit WWE. Okay. Now, in your honest opinion, being the wrestling journalists that both of us are, in your honest opinion, do you see... A Ronda Rousey return at the Royal Rumble. With no fans, unlikely. Okay. So that would be a holy shit moment if she, if she showed up and competed in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Okay. I don't I know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, on a scale of 1 to 10, with Edge... Coming back being a 10 in the holy shit monitor, maybe a, like a 2 or a 3, because, oh yeah, it would still be a holy shit. She is here. Right. But, 
that would basically be the extent of my excitement. <laughs> okay. I, I can see that, yep. It's like, wow, she showed up, okay. But, um, yeah, so it's gonna be, um, it's gonna be interesting to see who they're gonna have. Yeah, I mean, but 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 what do you think if, if Ronda Rousey? You said as us being the journalists we are. What do you think? Do you think we're going to see her at the Royal Rumble? No, no, not at all. Nope. To be honest with you, in my opinion, I think if Ronda Rousey does come back to the WWE, it'll probably be on at or before WrestleMania. Okay, because her contract is up the day after WrestleMania. Oh, so are you okay. going to waste, unless you sign an extension of some sort with her, are you going to waste your time bringing Ronda Rousey back just for WrestleMania? No. Or would she have to show up at the Royal Rumble and at least give you three months to put her in the ring at WrestleMania? Yeah, that would be better off to have her at the Royal Rumble and, you know, get close to or maybe win it and then give us three good months up until Mania. I said, I, well, I, I, I'll say, I'll go on the record right now with, you know, two and a half minutes left here on Anchor, that if Ronda Rousey doesn't show up at the Rumble or... One of the two, I'll even say three, weekly shows the week right after the Rumble. We never see her in the WWE again. Yeah, so hopefully SmackDown will be good tonight. You know, it's uh, next week will be the go-home show before the Royal Rumble. Yep. The go-home the go show, shows lately haven't really been that good. No, no, they've been disappointing, but so have all the other Monday Night Raws, so... Why should this be any different? Right. Yep. All righty. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you for all the comments. And uh, on behalf of the Nugster Greg, this is the illustrious Mr. Trivia for the Top Rope Report saying we'll see you Sunday here live at 10 a.m.